to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed. Today, we are here with Katrina Sawa, creator of Jumpstart Your Marketing System, Jumpstart Your Business in 90 Day System, the Jumpstart Yourself as a Speaker System, and international best-selling author with 11 books. Katrina helps entrepreneurs with the steps, system, and marketing in order to help her clients reach their business, life, and money goals. As founder of the International Speaker Network, Katrina has won the National Collaborator of the Year by Public Speakers Association and has been featured on various news shows such as Good Day Sacramento, News 10, and Sacramento and Company. Hi, Katrina. Hey, Devane. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah, so happy to have you on the show. So it sounds like a lot of the work that you are doing is like really focused on getting people started, jump starting and getting focused um, on that. Tell us a little bit more about, about your business. Yes. So I love giving people a jump start, And that does mean a lot of startups or people in the first few years of their business. But I look at everything from the big picture down to the nitty gritty of what they're doing, saying, sending, posting, and then advise them in order of importance where they need to meet their money goals, their lifestyle goals, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I also work with seasoned people too, and they need a jump start usually when they've been in business for 10 years doing it the same old thing. And then all of a sudden, boop, the times change like COVID yeah. and they need to pivot and they need a whole new business model. They need a whole new marketing strategy. And so that's really a jump start to like their next level. So yeah, jump starting a book, jump starting yourself as a speaker. I love the jump start because yeah. I'm all about getting stuff done. <laughs> yeah. And, and what are you seeing in some of the things that maybe people are lacking when they're needing to jumpstart? Like, what are some clues that it's like, I may need help in this area? Well, they underestimate what they actually need because you don't know what you don't know, right? So they don't know, like they think they need one thing, but really they need these 11 things Mm -hmm. and they don't see those things. They see the one, but they don't see the other 10. Yeah. And so I'm able to see those holes and opportunities, just like I'm sure you do and some of the things you do with your business. You know, you need a second set of eyeballs on what you're doing because we're too close to it. I hire coaches. I just, you know, I've spent almost $300,000 in the last 15, 16 years of my business. Yeah. Hiring coaches, mentors, being in masterminds. You don't have to spend that much necessarily, but you got to keep investing. And I'm in night and this is my 20th year in business and I'm still hiring coaches that you're never done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations on 20 years in business. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, tell us your secret. What is the what is the secret sauce? No, so what led you into starting out on your own 20 years ago? Like what, <laughs> what was the circumstances? Right. I was well, I was fed up with my current employer, is really what led me to doing it quickly. I did a jump start too. I just kind of yeah. leaped into it and leaped out of my job that I hated and leaped into entrepreneurship. But previously I had laid the ground 
floor because I was a big networker. Mm. So the job I left was not this one, but I was an advertising rep for the local newspaper back then, 22 years ago. Mm. And things were great. And, you know, I was advised, but I was working with lots of small business owners that really didn't know what they didn't know. And they'd try to run an ad and then it wouldn't work because they didn't listen to me. And when I told them to put an ad and how long to do it. And so I was very consultative and that's what really got me into loving working with a small business owner. And so then since I was networking already in the whole community and I was in four chambers of commerce and no ad reps were in the chamber, they would try to go to the main chamber and I'd be in all these little ones, you know, because that's where you get connections and you meet lots of people. So I would just go and work the room and meet lots of people. And I was good at follow-up and that's how I built the beginning of my business. That's how I started, right? Mm. Just trusting that it would all work out and also hustling in a way that, you know, I knew how to do network and follow-up. Right. Right. And what is something, you know, being in the business for a long time, like how have you seen maybe personally, I guess, maybe what has been kind of your journey? So you started doing X and now you do this? Like, was there a shift in that or has it been consistent? Of course. You can't do 20 years in business and do the same exact thing as you started. Yeah, right. Make this stuff up as you go along. I mean, seriously, like when I first started, I was like, how can I make money? What do people need? Okay. I'll do that for you every month. Right. I was a marketing assistant, basically. I wasn't an assistant. I was a marketing strategist, but I was doing the work. And then when I learned, oh, you don't have to do the work. You can just tell them what to do and show them and then they can do it like a coach, right? And I'm like, oh, coaching, cool. So then I changed the business model to coaching, raised the rates and educated more and was stopped doing a lot of the work. Yeah. Um, Then it changed again. And then, oh, then there's online products and then this comes and and teleclasses come and, oh, I can work from anywhere. And, you know, this is back when you did it on the phone, right? And before video and yeah, and then video and then social media came out and then you're on social media nobody does their email anymore. And so everybody's on, yeah, of course, like 20 years, this is the fast forward. So much has happened, yeah. You have to, and I'm one of those people that hate new technology. I'm like, I don't want to new, I don't want to learn a new thing. Yeah. And, but you just have to get outside your comfort zone. I had to get, get on social media and then it's like a time sex. So how do you manage that? And then, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's, you know, how, you know, the rest of the story from there, <laughs> most people do, but yeah, it's, <laughs> It was a lot back then when all we had was our two feet, you know, and our mouth right. to get right. around and get business. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's a fair point of, yeah, difference of, of print ads or mail flyers or, you know, cold calling, you know, and lots of, lots of networking, but yeah, we can do a lot of that sitting at a computer these days, you, you know, can. you don't. And, and COVID stopped me that I don't have to fly all over the country speaking anymore. Mm. I, mean, I spoke this morning. I'm on your podcast today. Mm. I was like, I can speak and get in front of people all day, every day yeah. from my house. Yeah. Now I'm also an extrovert and I like to go and meet people sure. in person. So every, I think I'm going to do like maybe once a quarter, yeah. go somewhere like bigger, right. Or right. have my own events in person. Cause mm. I need that connection. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about the, for those of you who are listening, Katrina has like a bunch of books behind her and you can also watch this on, on YouTube, but she's got a bunch of books behind her mentioned that she's written 11 books. So tell us about that. Basically, I'm at 16. I didn't, uh, yeah. So I, 
last year it was four that we yeah. published but so most of these are compilation books okay? okay so if you're familiar with a multiple author book right where there's 12 to 20 authors that's how I got started writing books I never thought I wanted to write a book why would I write a book and sell a $20 thing when I can sell a $2,000 thing or a $20,000 thing yeah. that didn't compute early on in my days right sure, I was like sure. how would I do that <laughs> I just sell 1400 people to right. make I can make from one per anyways. Yeah. So I thought, nah, nah, I'll put that off. I'm building my business, consistent yeah. revenue. And then, then I was in these masterminds and was going to events and learning all the new stuff and people were having books and getting more speaking gigs, getting publicity. I'm like, oh, that's a good reason to have a book. Okay. So get on more stages, get PR. Yeah. And then of course, if you write a good book and people like it, they'll want to know more and come and hire you. So then I started, so the first three books I did were compilations where I wrote a chapter because I was still building the business. I never recommend doing your own book when you are needing cash flow. Don't do that. Yeah. Much work and it costs money. So you want to just write a chapter, which is hardly any work. And yes, it is an investment, but you want to write a chapter, get a book, get speaking gigs, get clients, and then keep doing those until you can have the time with consistent revenue to do your own book. Yeah. So yeah, now I have two of my own books. I'm doing the second edition of my Love Yourself Successful book. This February is launching. I have compilation books of my own now with my own brand, but I help other people do compilations who have a community. So, and gather all their authors with their brand. So it's super fun. Now I have a publishing company. Yeah. The total evolution of a crazy entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can't just do one thing. Sometimes it's like, then this happens and this happens like, oh, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that. And then that happens. And then here you are. <laughs> right. Which makes and people always say, oh, you're too busy. I can't, I, you can't possibly have time to talk to me. I'm like, no, I have a team. I have systems. I have technology. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Right. Right. It looks deceiving. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice having, having a team, like yeah, in the importance of not doing it all yourself because you it's not sustainable. It's not physically possible. No. <laughs> it, is, it is not. And it's exhausting. And you know, like having if you're a team single, of- you'll never have a love life. Yeah. If you have kids, you'll never see them. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, you just, I think you have to focus on a certain amount on your time and your love life and your personal life and then yeah. a certain amount of time on your business. For yeah, sure. definitely. So in your kind of, you know, in your journey of working with clients and kind of helping them jumpstart these, these amazing ideas that they have and stuff, like what, it, tell us about a client that really had like a huge impact going through one of your systems. Well, I have a, the, one of the only, I worked with a couple nonprofits, but what makes this one so unique is my client Darla, who runs Heartstrings. It's a nonprofit counseling center. Now she has a for-profit counseling business with her counseling services, but this nonprofit one was her baby because she could give free or low-cost counseling to anybody who needed it. And it was mostly local in the beginning, but now it's national because she yeah. helps people with fire victims and crisis all over the country. But in the beginning, her husband was giving her the ultimatum. Look, you've been doing this for three years. You're not making any money. You either got to shut the doors. Yeah. You're going to hire Katrina. You got to make money in your pocket on top of running the company within eight months or you're shutting it down. Mm-hmm. And so that was the motivation she needed to like really figure out what to do. And she did yeah. everything I told her to do. She mm-hmm. did direct mail. She changed her website. She had donation packages. She sent out 
got letters. She made phone calls. She was on the media, on TV many, many times. And she hates talking and <laughs> hates being on camera. Yeah. So like she did all these things and boom, within eight months, she was making $3,000 a month in her pocket. Mm. Now she's up to like, I don't know, probably 14 or 15 in her yeah. pocket a month. Right. So huge success story because she did what she was told. Now, I yeah. wish I did that to my coaches when I was young, but I didn't listen to them. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is kind of the importance of like, you guys are paying us to tell you what you should be doing. Like, listen, no, yeah. but also it's, it's also kind of, are you, do you find like when you're working with clients, yes, you're providing a service, but also how much coaching you also have to do along, along the way. Yeah. Me too. I love it. Yeah. And I'm all about just saving people time because they'll be like, well, should I do it this way or this? I stopped doing that. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, "Er, no, don't do that anymore. Do it over this way. Yeah. And there's no transition. And I am kind of a blunt in your face kind of gal (laughs) because I don't want you to waste time and I want you to make money faster. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Faster and, and smarter. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take vacations. I had another client who hadn't taken a vacation in like seven years in her business. She worked all the time, most weekends. So she worked six days a week. She didn't have assistants. She didn't have any helpers. She didn't have another person helping her. She was placing people in assisted living with like, she was a geriatric care manager, no vacation. Within a year, we got her to take a 10 day vacation on a cruise and she could unplug. She didn't have to worry. So she had a team now. Right. Oh my God. It's huge. Yeah. You know, talk about a little bit the, I'm preaching until I'm blue in the face about hiring a team, (laughs) partly because that means like hire me, but all in my team, but also like the importance of hiring a team. That was one of the first things within the first three months when I started that I was like, I don't want to do this, this, and this. So I'm going to find people to like take over those things. So have you seen, how have you seen businesses like really transition when they start to outsource tasks? Yeah. So first, at first it's scary. It's scary because you are scared to pay without seeing financial gain perhaps. And the biggest, I mean, the biggest mistake that the, the hardest part for me when I first started was I didn't know how to train these people. I was in marketing and sales positions all my life, right? I didn't train people. I wasn't a man. Well, I was a manager a couple of times, but I sucked at it. So I, (laughs) I, I, I'm better being a worker bee. Just pay me more. It's all good. Pay me commission. But to train, to hire and train is a skill you must learn. (laughs) And there's no class in business school for this. Believe me, I went. And so you have to learn. I learned the hard way by hiring a couple of wrong people and try training by osmosis. And that didn't work. And so you, you need someone who can pull stuff from you rather than you telling them what to do because you don't know what to tell them yeah. when you're first delegating. So that's really key. It's not just hire some, you know, person off of Fiverr, or the Philippines that sure. you can't communicate with and just kind of, because it'll rely on you telling them exactly yeah. what you want done and how you want it done. You need to talk to a person, right. you need to talk through it and learn your your style for setting up expectations and how you're going to work together and what they're going to do and how to track the time. So, you know, you're getting value and there's so many different things to know. And these days I teach people, it's like, 
you're not going to hire a team out of the gate. You're not going to hire seven people all at once because that's $2,000 or three, yeah. whatever, right? You're going to hire one person to do a couple things for you. Mm -hmm. So identify those couple key things that are perhaps revenue generating activities or something that is bogging you down time-wise that still needs to get done in your back end. Like it could be web updates. It could be creating images for your social or whatever, what just identify those tasks. Yeah. Too many people say I need a VA and then they're like, but they don't know what to delegate. And yeah. they just get some random VA that doesn't know how to pull it out of them. So you have to identify the task first, in my opinion, and then go find the right person who loves to do that task. Mm, yes. Where start is how I usually explain it. Absolutely. I mean, I think you made a, a solid point about finding the right people to do those tasks, you know, just because if it's a VA, for example, like not VA, all VAs are, are graphic designers or co or copywriters, or, you know, they may be systems focused and can clean the mess, or they may be, they may be great writers, you know, and they can handle some of those things for you. But yeah, identifying to that level and then hiring those people who geek out about it. Makes yes. It and then hire somebody else to do other things. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's cheaper and easier to hire three people to do three different tasks. As long as those people love those tasks, mm. than to hire one person that likes one of them, but doesn't like the others. Yeah. So it's right. much, you're much better off. And, um, it is a little bit more to manage. So you do have to watch your time on that, but, um, yeah. Right. And then bringing people in like OBMs or, you know, online business managers, yes. your integrators, you know, operations managers, whatever you want to call them to kind of also help you get out of that space. So you no longer have to manage those, yes. those three people is also as well. Yes. Incredibly important. Yes. Not everybody as, 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 as organized and project management oriented as me, right. you know, usually entrepreneurs have our passions and I just happen to have the creative side and the analytical side. Yeah. So those personality tests, I'm always like, even across the board. All yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Right. Luckily, lucky, lucky, lucky me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel that. I feel that until, until I am seeing that I'm the bottleneck because I um, have all the strategy in my brain or I have all of the tasks in my brain and it's like, yeah, but you're not getting it done. So get it out yes. of your brain and get it to someone else so that they could get it. Yes, you got to get it done. If you don't get it done, you're not getting in front of more people. If you're not getting in front of more people, you're not making more money. Yeah, yeah. So during this, you know, kind of journey for you, um, Katrina, over the last 20 years, like how, how have you found, how have you been able to take care of yourself and find <laughs> balance and self-care? Oh, that's one I'm always working on. Yeah. Always. There's no perfect answer for that one. You know, so when I was, when I started my business, I was married to my starter husband and <laughs> he wasn't very supportive. And so I worked more and he yeah. played video games. And then we ended up just parting ways because he wasn't really into learning how to support me. Sure. And that was, so then I left it, then I was single yeah. and then I have all the time in the world to work. All yeah. I did was work, 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 work. And then a couple of years into it, I'm like, I need a life. I need a man. I, so then I spent like 20% of the time on online dating and dating <laughs> and 80% of the time on my business. So yeah. it shifts, it shifts the whole time. It's yeah. been shifting. Right. And then now I found the man and I'm married again. 
And so now, now I've gained a bunch of weight. I'm like, ah, so now I have to focus on the weight and the, yeah. uh, and like, so yeah, there's always something, <laughs> but you have to make, you have to get motivated to make it a priority. Yeah. And I'm preaching to the choir myself right now. So I'm yeah. just saying I have no magic pill for that, but mm-hmm. except you got to make sure you got to get it to where it's important enough to put it on your to-do list or your calendar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm hearing is like, from you is that like you identified the thing and then made it a priority and like made yes. for it. Yeah. And then I go all in on it. So mm-hmm. just like my business, I go all in when I want to do a new thing. I'm doing sure. an online summit right now. And so I'm all in with getting the speakers and those and then setting it up and da da da. Right. But when I wanted this to find the man the second time around that January of 2012, I said, I'm going all in. Yeah. I hired a $6,000 matchmaking service. I spent six grand on three different relationship workshops because I found out it was me and not them <laughs> that needed the work. And, and then I was on two online dating profiles that were free and two that were paid. So sure. I was busy. Like was I work. Yeah. But I was all in $12,000 plus all in instead of a business coach that year. I did that. I focused on my love life and it took me six months and I found him and I snatched him up. And he paid you back that $12,000 that you invested to find him. (laughs) No, he was just as thankful to find me too. Yeah, of course, of course. (laughs) So, but we go all in, right? And if you're going to half-ass your Mm -hmm. online dating, you're going to get half-ass results. If you're going to half-ass your business marketing and follow-up and networking, and some days you do it, some days you don't, you're going to get half-ass results. Right, right. And then also within all of that, it's okay to just like not as well. So you're not burned out, right? To stay the course, do course. the thing, you know, find the strategy or what, whatever it is, but also like take a break, like go on that 10 day vacation, yeah. you know, <laughs> do what you need to do to like recuperate and fill the cups. So you can continue. Yes. I know I sound like a Tasmanian devil and like I'm constantly (laughs) working, but that's not what, yes, exactly. You got to do the doing and the being. Right. And I had to learn that lesson the hard way as well, but you know, so. Yeah. Identify and, and prioritize, which I think is, is great. Well, thank you so much, Katrina, for, for being on the show. If anyone is interested and they want to jumpstart their life, like where can they find you? (laughs) The jumpstartyourbiznow.com website is awesome. And there's a free trainings page. If you go to forward slash free trainings, get started there, you know, reach out if you want to talk. Don't be afraid. I don't bite. (laughs) I might tell you to stop doing something that you shouldn't be doing, but don't be scared of that. Embrace it. It's all good. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Well, thank you everyone for listening to Savvy Booked and Blessed. We will see you next time. to Savvy Booked and Blessed. If you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com dash podcast slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag Savvy, Book, and Blessed. I love seeing your posts and I love your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss out on any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. 
give your thumbs up ratings and reviews. They definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.